are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're talking about faith and confession. When you begin to renew your mind and when you begin to keep the answer before you by confessing the Word of God, they'll say, oh, you're just ignoring the problem. That's what you're doing. No, no, I'm not ignoring it. I'm doing something about it. See now, Philippians, the fourth chapter, the Apostle Paul said, with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. With thanksgiving, then the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren. In other words, he said, now this will wrap the whole thing up that we're talking about. He said, whatsoever things are good, pure, perfect, lovely, of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, see, when you get accused of why you're just ignoring the problem, why just quote this scripture to them, what Paul said, see. He said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are good, pure, perfect, lovely, and of good report, well, think on these things. Now, everybody wants to have the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Everybody wants that. But they don't want to do what the Bible says to do to get it. They want a shortcut, see. They want to have the peace of God, but they want to go about confessing the problem, proclaiming the problem, praying the problem. And you know it's totally unscriptural to pray the problem. Now, if you don't know that, you need to learn it quick. Because you're going to be in trouble if you don't. Because if you pray the problem day in and day out, the more you pray the problem, the more you say the problem. The more you say the problem, the more faith you'll have in the problem. Because faith cometh by hearing. Can you see that? No, we're not ignoring the problem when we go this route. We're doing something about the problem. We're keeping the answer before us. You will never solve a problem by dwelling on the problem itself. You have to get off the problem and get over on the answer. God's Word is the answer to every situation. So, confessing God's Word keeps the answer before you. And as long as you do that, your attitude will change. You'll become a different person. See, if every time you open your eyes, all you see is the problem right before you. You think the problem, you believe the problem, you talk the problem, and you end up being the problem. (laughs) Sometimes the problem is one inch below your nose. It's your mouth. And the quicker you realize that, the better off you'll be. Now, you keep the answer. See Mark 11, 23 and 24 talks about that. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. What things? Them things you prayed. Things that you prayed, see. That's what he's talking about. So if you're praying the problem, then it says you're going to have the things you prayed. Now see, Jesus said this. I don't want to get over into that very far, but I do just want to point it out to you because sometimes people don't realize Jesus said in the 6th chapter of Matthew, He said, your heavenly Father already knows what you have need of before you ask Him. In other words, you're not required to pray the problem, tell God the problem. He already knows the problem. What He wants you to do is tell Him the answer. Now God said, call me to remembrance what I've said. Remind me of my word. Now that doesn't mean God's forgetful. 
It's not for his benefit you're doing it. It's for your benefit. <laughs> because faith cometh by hearing. It's not going to make God's faith stronger because he heard it. It's going to make your faith stronger. See? So if you'll pray the answer, your faith will grow while you pray it. If you pray the problem, fear will grow while you pray it. Now I'm going to say that again. Somebody wrote me a letter and said, we're going to name you Say It Again Caps. <laughs> well, that's all right. Because some things need to be said more than once. If you pray the Word of God and pray the answer, your faith will grow while you're praying. If you're praying the problem and your troubles, your fears will grow while you're praying. Some Christians destroy their faith by their praying. Now, that's not the will of God. That's not the direction of God. That's not what prayer is for, to destroy your faith. Prayer is to pray the answer, you see. What's there things you desire? I don't desire the problem, so I don't pray the problem. Now, let me just throw this in there while we're there. I traveled the religious road of praying for 20 years of my Christian experience in life. Seldom ever got a prayer answer. If I did, it was just a faith accident, you know. <laughs> But now, you know, someone stated it this way, and I think it's a good illustration. You know, I don't know what it is. What is it, 30, 35 miles from, from Dallas to Fort Worth? Well, you know, if you started out towards Fort Worth and you stayed on that freeway out there for three years and didn't get there, you'd figure out after a while I'm on the wrong road. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't take you three years, surely, to figure that out. But here I was, traveled that religious road of praying for 20 years. Seldom ever got a prayer answer. Never did get to where I... But when I found out that I was supposed to pray the answer instead of the problem, I got more prayers answered in two weeks than I got answered in the previous 20 years, all put together. Now, now see, that'll help you because it'll save you 20 years of your life. That <laughs> you don't have to go that route, see. Praying the problem is the problem. You see... Pray the answer. That's God's will. Now, another thing that God said about this, He says, My word won't return to me void. Well, now, who's going to return His word to Him? See, He's expecting you to do that. You see, when you analyze what God said, there's some real truth in that and some real meaning into it and there's some real reason to it. If you return God's word to Him while you're doing it, it'll cause your faith to grow, it'll renew your mind, and it'll plant seeds in the kingdom. It'll do all these things that we're talking about here. So, see, God's not trying to make it hard on you when he says these things in the Word of God. He's trying to make it easy for you. Then, number five, it'll change your heart. The confession of God's Word will change your heart. Now, I want you to open your Bibles to Proverbs there because there's Proverbs, the fourth chapter. I want to read a passage of Scripture. It's a very familiar passage of Scripture, but I want you to see it. Verse 20. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Now, the way you get the word in your heart is you speak it in there. See, we're in Proverbs 4, chapter, verse 21 here. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for their life to those that find them, their health are medicine to all their flesh. God's word will heal you. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life, or one translation says the forces of life. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the forces of life. That's where the production comes from, you see. So that's why it's important 
to change your heart because our heart gets filled with thorns and with rocks. Now, see, we talk about sowing seeds in the kingdom. Did you realize that the soil, in which the Bible says the heart of man is soil, it's a production center, that soil will try as hard to make a rock produce as it will a seed. It does the same thing to a rock that it does to a seed, but the rock won't produce because there's no life in it. That's why you have to get the rocks out of your heart. That's why the parable of the sower, he said, that that was sown on stony ground didn't produce. It'll take just as much time that soil will trying to make a rock produce as it will a seed, but there's no life in the rock. But the Word of God is the incorruptible seed. So you sow the Word in there, get the stones out. And that's what we're doing with this teaching. We're trying to get some of the stones out so this Word can take root in you, you see. Now, number six, it sets the law of faith in motion. See, there's a law involved in this thing. There's a law of faith. Paul said, where is boasting then? It is excluded. But what law? The law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. So... Faith is a law, and this is the law that the Apostle Paul is speaking of in Romans, the 8th chapter that we mentioned a while ago, where he said the carnal mind is enmity against God. That means irreconcilable hostility. Now, that's a strong word. It can't be reconciled to the law of God. You cannot believe with your head what you can believe with your heart. That's what he's saying. You can't believe that you can speak to the mountain and it move and be cast into the sea with your head. That's the reason a lot of people don't ever get into this. They try to get it in their head. It won't work in your head. It only works in the heart. You can believe things with the spirit man, with the heart, that you can't even begin to believe with your head. But you can renew your mind and get to where your head won't fight you over it all the time. See, and that's what we're talking about. That's the reason we're teaching on this. Get your mind renewed. Sets the law of faith in motion. The Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verse 13 makes this statement quoting from an Old Testament scripture, see. He says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as is written, I believe and therefore speak. He said, We also believe and therefore speak. Now that's the way it works. What you believe, you speak. And what you speak, you'll believe it stronger every time you speak it. See, it causes faith to come. So, Paul is saying this here. You're really setting this law in motion, this spirit of faith and this law of faith. Then Mark eleven twenty three and 24, see, falls right in line with that. And then, of course, Luke, the 17th chapter, verses 5 and 6, where Jesus said, If you had faith as a seed, you would say unto the mountain, or to the sycamine tree, Be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea. And he said, It would obey you. So all of these things is telling you how it sets the law of faith in motion. No, I'll be the first to tell you, it's not going to happen just because you say something. But saying it is involved in putting it in motion. See, Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7413 entitled, Why Confession Works. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $34. Now, in this series, we go through great detail revealing why confession works for you. It renews your mind, first of all. You've got to get your mind renewed to the Word of God. The more you say the Word of God, the more you believe the Word of God. It also creates faith. Paul said, faith cometh by hearing. And hearing the Word of God doesn't come by hearing what somebody said. 
that they experienced. It comes by the Word of God. And that Word, spoken by your own voice, is heard and picked up by the inner ear, fed directly into what the Bible calls the heart, the soul, and it will produce. Now, number one, it renews your mind. Number two, it creates faith. Number three, it plants the Word in the soil of your heart where it will produce. Now, in the parable of the sower, you'll find that Jesus said, The sower soweth the Word. Well, where did he sow it? In the hearts of men. And he said, The kingdom of God's if a man casts the seed into the ground. So we're the one that casts the seed. You speak the Word, you proclaim the Word. Now, this is what he told Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that's written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. One translation said, you'll do wisely in all the affairs of life. So it's important to do what God said in his word. Confess the word. That's offer number 7413, Why Confession Works. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. We have a toll-free Order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.